Hello and welcome to the local side of Key West. I'm Kelly. I'm your host and this is a bonus episode. Let's do it. Okay, you guys, today's Wednesday. It's actually Wednesday. My days have been thrown off and I launched my podcast a day early (laughs) and called it Wednesday, just so you know. (laughs) Not one single person out of all the people that listen to my podcast called me out on it. (laughs) Not one. So thank you for that. I guess you guys understand what I'm going through right now and I do appreciate it. So I thought since it's Wednesday and my podcast is supposed to come out on Wednesdays, it might be kind of fun to just give you guys some kind of bonus episode. So I thought Robert the doll would be such a cool little quick story. You guys ask about it all the time. And I like to save the haunted stuff for like Halloween was my thought, but this episode should go really fast. I thought it would be so cool to have. In a glass case, sits a boy named Robert. This little creeper reclines in a little wooden chair with his little toy dog in hand. He's wearing a sailor suit and a faint smile. He's unusually well-preserved for being 114 years old. He's also known as the most haunted doll in America. Robert's life began in Germany. He was made in 1904 by the Staff Factory and was most probably part of an advertising window display of jesters or clowns. Because clowns and jesters, not creepy enough, rather than a standard doll for purchase. The doll was bought by the grandfather of Robert Eugene Otto as a gift from overseas and was promptly named after the little boy, Robert. The sailor outfit that makes Robert the doll rather iconic in paranormal circles was not a stiff product and was probably an outfit worn by Otto in his youth, making the boy and the doll undeniably intertwined. So intertwined, sorry. So I heard that he was dressed as a clown as well before this. So that's creepy. Robert was adored by Otto in his youth and was treated as though he were a living companion. Frequently, when Otto misbehaved or something were to go missing or get broken in the household, the young boy would blame it on Robert. Robert the doll did it. The reoccurring theme that Robert did it is goes with the legend of the doll. Supposedly, the first recorded supernatural incident was in Otto's early childhood, where he awoke to find Robert sitting at the end of his bed, his beady little eyes staring back at him. My cat does that, just so you know. Moments later, the rest of the house was woken up by the sound of furniture being thrown around the room. When Otto's mother entered the room and found everything in chaos, save for except the young boy who had curled up in fear on his bed robert remained seated at the foot of the bed eek after this otto's obsession with the doll appeared to only escalate while he previously addressed the doll as though it were living his parents reported hearing a response to otto's questions in an unfamiliar voice which is super creepy After the childhood of blaming all his wrongdoings on the doll, Robert's behavior was said to get even worse. As Otto grew older, the doll took up his position propped in the upstairs window of the family house. School children who became aware of this legend said that the doll would appear and disappear by the window, causing many local youngsters to just skip by the house all at all. So they wouldn't even walk by this house. When the news of the children's fears reached Otto, he went to investigate Robert's attic spot, but actually found the doll rocking on a chair upstairs in his room. 
creepy. The doll remained in Key West in the family home while Otto continued his art education in New York and Paris. Upon his return, Robert resumed his old constant presence, presence in the house. After Otto married, his wife Anne soon expressed discomfort with Robert's presence because who wouldn't? The doll was uh, the doll was not removed from the house, but rather confined to the attic. People, throw it away. <laughs> Burn it, something. Robert was rather more unimpressed with the new quarters, and Anne soon started hearing footsteps upstairs and giggling from the attic. Two years after Otto's death in 1974, his wife followed, and their Eaton Street home, with the doll included, was sold to Myrtle Router. Myrtle returned, uh, sorry, Myrtle remained in the house with Robert for another 20 years before selling the property, which now operates as a guest house. It's the author's guest house, in case you guys wanted to know. Maybe people don't want you to know that, but that's what it is. However, during this period, the new owner's daughter supposedly joyfully discovered Robert, only for this to quickly turn into fear. The child repeatedly screamed at night, convinced Robert wanted to hurt her. She also told her parents that Robert was wandering around the room at night and staring at her with those same beady eyes. 1994, the doll was donated to the East Martello Museum in Key West. This is now Robert's permanent home and is a popular, unsettling attraction. Visitors to the museum and staff members alike report seeing Robert move, change expressions, and even giggle softly. The East Martello Museum encourages visitors to ask Robert's permission before taking photographs. Supposedly, those unwilling to do so are met with a horrible misfortune. Robert is reported to have caused physical harm, car accidents, divorce, and job loss. Yet, how is never fully explained. Those who do take photographs of Robert frequently report glitches in their cameras, glitches that won't go away, or glitches that go away as soon as they leave the museum. So the cameras act up when you try to take pictures of him. It's like a thing down here. You have to ask permission of that doll. I mean, I'm aware that people get divorced all the time. Car accidents happen. But why even tempt fate? Just ask the guy permission. (laughs) To substantiate this, the museum is filled with letters of apology, of which Robert receives one to three letters a freaking day. I I mean, seriously, they're writing to a doll. Begging the doll for forgiveness and failing to ask their permission. They beg Robert to reverse their luck, but these letters only show the complaint, not the updates to whether these pleas actually work. Not all letters sent to Robert are pleas for forgiveness. Many ask for advice or request curses to be placed upon other people. Robert is also the recipient of a steady flow of gifts after the museum made it known that the doll supposedly had a sweet tooth. His fans from around the world quickly set to sending the doll a deluge of sugary treats. It's reported that the doll is often left sweets, money, and occasionally even joints. The latter is dismissed by the museum as completely inappropriate. I must say that I agree because Robert is far too young and who knows how flammable he may be, right? Then I saw this little letter from a, from a kid. So I'm going to read it to you really quick. And it's definitely in like a, a younger child's handwriting. And then there's like this picture drawn of him in his sailor suit sitting in his chair. And then there's a little note next to the drawing. It says, this is the best picture I could draw of you. <laughs> so here it is. Dear Robert, I wanted to ask you a few questions. Do you have a girlfriend? Do you give people bad luck or good luck? Or do you give them both? What year were you made? What's your dog's name anyway? Robert, do you think we can be pen pals? 
my address is this. And then he lists the address. Please write me back. I would love to learn a lot more about you. Have a great day. Love, Gracie. P.S. Why do they call you the Enchanted Doll? This is just super cute. I just wanted to read that to you. So they get letters from, he gets letters from adults and kids. Like, I think that's crazy, but people are superstitious. So if visitors to the house or museum were to speak poorly of Otto, Robert's expression is said to change to one of anger. And then I'm going to guess that you're probably going to get in a car accident on the way home. So don't do that. Similarly, many visitors have reported watching Robert put his hand against the glass case. Dun, dun, dun. Corey Convertito, the museum's curator, doubles up as Robert's PA of sorts. She finds herself fielding the thousands of letters and gifts received by Robert each year. She also controls his social media presence, because apparently he has social media. Who doesn't? Which is regularly updated in the voice of Robert himself. Y'all go check it out, seriously. It would seem the antique doll is quite the fam of memes. Who knew? She is also given the task of completing Robert's yearly checkup, whereby he is examined and weighed and makes sure that the humid Florida weather is not affecting his uh, his wood and all his stuffing. His wood. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout the doll's existence in the auto house, he was said to have vanished multiple times and for prolonged periods when the house changed hands. While a moderate online sensation, Robert is quite the little modern celebrity. The doll has appeared on TV shows and films and has even had his aura photographed. As of 2019, there are several horror films with Robert as their center, with Robert the Reborn in 2019 being the most recent. Films or not, this 40-inch doll continues to be a place of pilgrimage for the ghost hunters and oddity lovers alike. Some say he's cursed. Others say he's misunderstood. Hey, isn't that life for us? Like, are we all just a little misunderstood? Maybe Robert's just like us and people are judging him. Haunted or not, Robert's legendary status only seems to grow with each passing year. If you find yourself near Key West in the future, do pop in and say hello. Why not take a photo? Just remember, ask him first.